Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Thursday, June 3rd. We've got jobs, 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 all kinds of jobs data coming out today. We'll talk about that and more um, as we get ready to talk today. But before we do that, let me just remind you of different ways that we can connect you and I. Um, our website, statlerfinancial.com. Our Facebook, we're out there on Facebook. Look for us under financial Statler Financial Services. Um, we're on the radio this weekend on uh, 7.30 uh, a.m. So join us. You can find us pretty much anywhere, any day. And we get ready to talk to Dave and talk about some of the macro stuff happening. And that's uh, happening now. Five. FM is John Cougar Mellencamp there. Hi, good morning. It's 20 here before 9. Time checking and find out whether your money is going anyplace and how fast is it going there. Wall Street Report, and we've got Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services on the line with the up to the second information. Philip, good morning. How's life this morning? Hey, good morning, Dave. Doing uh, doing well uh, as we kind of get ready to close out this first week of June tomorrow. And uh, hey, you should be happy. We got some macro numbers for you to talk about. Yeah, the economists get to blather for a change here. We got to, uh, the unemployment numbers are starting to flood out. Tomorrow, of course, going to be the official rate for May. But uh, claims, first-time unemployment claims this morning, uh, 385,000. That number one was better than uh, better than the market expected. But even more importantly, it's the first time we've been under 400,000 since the pandemic began. Uh, that's indisputable good news, I would think, wouldn't you? Absolutely. It is some good news and it was better than expected. So so all things are looking good from that standpoint for, and, and looking at continuing claims. Now, that was just a slight miss. It was up. I think they said about a hundred and a hundred thousand, one hundred twenty seven thousand, something like that. More than what it was last week, but still um, not not bad at all. No, 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 and it, it was it was about a hundred thousand off what the market expected, but in the context of three point seven seven million, that's a, that's almost margin of error numbers. The trends on the claims look real good, and the trends on job growth look good. Now, ADP, the big the big payroll service, they're never right on the axle on the absolute number, but they do a pretty good job giving us a trend to tell us which way things are going. Uh, they expected, by my numbers anyway, 650,000 private sector jobs created in the last month. ADP says that we created 978,000. Now, that's a major beat. That is a major beat and a substantial increase over um, last uh, last month. So that was a good thing there also. Um, but, Dave, i got to tell you, I, when all these numbers started coming out, I continued to watch my ticker and uh, – you know, the, the markets just aren't impressed. Uh, you know, we were talking about it before we went on the air, and as near as I can figure it, it sounds like we're of one mind on this. We're kind of entering that good news is bad news phase with investors, a really hot unemployment number, uh, meaning good news for the employment count. Uh, that would tend to give a little bit of worry to investors that the economy is heating up. After a couple of mediocre weeks of macro reports that we had out, all of a sudden now we got reassurance the economy is doing pretty darn fine, and that raises the specter of inflation and interest rate changes and tightening of the money supplies on the central bank. And by and large, short-term investors really don't like that one tiny little bit. 
No, they, they, they really don't. As a matter of fact, I was reading an article this morning that central banks may be um, looking at real estate costs as one of their key indicators is when it's time to really start uh, reducing their stimulus deal. I mean, even the the ECB, the, the European Bank, the Bank of Canada, and here in the Fed all seem to agree that real estate prices have gotten out of hand and that uh, the only way to slow them down is going to be through their stimulus and, and start to figure out how to raise interest rates by stop buying mortgage-backed securities and those type of things on the open market. You know, if we if we stop buying the mortgage-backed securities, those of us that kind of believe in a laissez-faire outlook probably wouldn't complain much, but somehow the threat of letting interest rates drift up and cutting back the loose money policy right now kind of strikes me as taking a brick back to the head of the economy, doesn't it, you? Well, it does, at least from a governmental standpoint, right? Because how much debt do we owe in uh, treasuries? And so if interest rates start to tick up, that's you and me getting a bigger bill at tax time. That, then that's the part that hits me. It's something we keep reminding folks about over and over again. Okay, fine, your CD is yielding like crud right now, but at the same time, the federal government is paying crud on that $6 trillion we've been borrowing over the last year in stimulus money. Hey, just imagine raising the interest rate on those federal bonds up by a full percent and what's going to happen to the federal budget. Yeah, that, it's not going to be pretty, unfortunately. But we all know that eventually... Dave, it's coming, right? At some point, we're going to have to pay that piper. We do. Yeah, we do. We do, eventually. That would be a shock to a few congressmen, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be. It would be. Hey, I, I got a question for you. Have you yes, seen the, the revisions in the productivity and the unit labor cost? I know they were expecting a slight improvement. I haven't seen it come across my ticker yet. Have you? They did, yeah. I, I did see. So on the productivity... Um, it was down a tenth of a percent from where it had been. It was expected at 5.5. It came in at 5.4. Not yeah, a big... just popped up. Just popped up on mine too. Yeah, a slight decrease in product productivity. Yeah, not a big deal, deal. But look at labor cost. Did you see labor cost? It expected I saw... to go down, and now it went up like 1.7 percent. That's a two percent swing. Could it have anything to do with an increase in the minimum wage or not being able to get anybody to come to work without giving them a raise? I think it's probably that. We're having to pay people more to come to work, and uh, and that's finally starting to show up here. Absolutely. I'm kind of thinking that one of the incentives that go to the notion of having the extended unemployment comp from the federal government level is kind of incentivizing private business or more accurately forcing private business to have to pay more to get people to come back to work. And looking at the labor cost numbers, one would kind of think that strategy is almost working a little, wouldn't you think? It definitely looks like it is um, in terms of, of labor costs. And when you got to outbid the federal government, that's kind of hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are at the end of earnings season. I know you got a few reports out from the companies that are being traded. Anything of uh, household name value? We do have a couple. Um, the retailer Express, the they you know they're the clothing retailer. They um, they lost fifty five cents a share. That was three cents better than expected, but still getting they're getting walloped this morning. Even though the revenue beat forecast, they expect their um, same store sales to improve throughout this year. Uh, but they just um, they they can't buy a, a deal here. They're down almost 18% this morning. 
Ouch. They're kind of a mall rat store. I would expect them to do considerably better with guidance in the future at the very least. I would think so. But I, and part of it may be that they had a 36% increase yesterday. That would make a difference. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So some people just didn't think it was worth that, that uh, dollar value. Hey, we got a household name, big household name, J.M. Smuckers, you know, the food jelly maker. Uh, they beat by 22 cents a share. Revenue was above forecast. Um, sales did fall, though, compared to a year ago. I guess everybody was stuck at home. They were buying more peanut butter and jelly, probably. Um, yes, sir. Yeah, so, uh, but they did issue an upbeat full-year earnings forecast uh, coming out. So they're up uh, about six-tenths of a percent this morning. Okay. The last with one name, I have. Yeah, like the report has to be good. <laughs> All right. Then the last one I have for you is PVH, which is the holding company for Tommy Hilfiger, Calvin Klein, those type of brands. Um, they uh, they beat by more than double expected. They came in at dollar ninety two a share compared to eighty three cents that was expected. So good news for them. Um, their revenue beat estimates also, and they raised their full year forecast. They're not benefiting quite as much as Smuckers, though. Um, they're basically up about a tenth of a percent right now. All right. Well, positive is good, given what I'm looking at on the indexes. Setting the table for the morning, it was a uh, modest up day yesterday. Dow gained 25, S&P gained 6, and the NASDAQ gained a little under 20. So it was green ink, just not a running ton of it. We've been kind of alluding to a weird reaction to the economic reports this morning. 45 minutes early. How are we looking, Philip? Dave, we, we've had a slight improvement. I mean, slight. Like when I, you and I first went on the air, uh, the Dow was down 200 points. It's down 161 now. So it, it's down about a half a percent. Same type of thing for the S&P 500. It's down six-tenths of a percent, but a lot better than it was earlier. Uh, the, the NASDAQ, though, has gone kind of the opposite direction in certain terms. It's down about nine-tenths of a percent, about $122 right now. So everything looks like we're going to have kind of a red open. The commodities front's not much better, Dave. We've got some substantial downturns in gold and silver. Um, silver's down 1.8%. Gold's down one and a quarter percent. And let's throw copper in there. Copper's down two and a half percent today. So... Uh, those things getting beat up pretty bad. And then crude oil is going the wrong way, Dave, up a little over a tenth of a percent to $68.94 a barrel. Oh, poop. Yeah, that's and that's above where it was yesterday, too. So yep. we can't call it the intraday wiggle that we watch on crude oil. Yep. Overseas markets mixed in the Asian rim. They really didn't have much of a reaction to anything overnight. Europe, on the other hand, is looking at our reaction to the economic reports, and they're kind of going south. I got British markets down by over a full percent halfway through their day. Philip, it's uh, one of those things we were referring to it as a bad news is good news and good news is bad news day on the market. That really is a weird time to try to uh, figure out what's going to happen with your retirement accounts if you're heavily invested in risky investments. How do I find you to find where the risk is? David, give us a call at 863-382-0037. It's a great time. I mean, markets are, are still bumping up against highs, so it's a good time to make sure that the risk you have in your portfolio really matches up with your risk tolerance. And then check out our website at statlerfinancial.com and then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 730. 
And back one more time for the first week of the month with the first blush of the official unemployment rate tomorrow morning here on Light FM. Thank you so much, Philip. I appreciate it. All right, man. You have a great day. Be well, my friend. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. Hey, folks. I want to thank you for joining us today. I hope that your week has been going well. I look forward to finishing out the week with you tomorrow. I hope you will join us also. Have a great day until then. Bye now.